Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Just the Tip. I'm your host, Luke West, bringing you the insights from this week's episode in a mini type series. Um, I hope you got the chance to listen to it. If you didn't, I highly recommend it. Um, you know, it's it's a conversation I've wanted to have for a, a long time. I know I say that a lot, but I try to really diversify my conversations. And when Dwight reached out to me, his story stood out to me right away. A single father, uh, five children, four being daughters. Now, you know, this this conversation is is interesting and and I don't want it to be noticed or or assumed that I'm giving like props to a man for taking on a single father role when that should be an expectation. You know, we don't really well, I do we do um hold single mothers up to a, a really high standard. We know that it's tough. We do praise them for the work they do. Um but you don't really hear much about single fathers and they don't, they might not get the same scrutiny. Um, but as Dwight talked about in his episode, they don't get a lot of support either. There's not really much of a community. It, it does seem to be kind of stigmatized that a father doesn't stay home. And a lot of the things that Dwight talks about, are, you know, didn't really come um, to him easy. And that's not to say that, you know, it's, oh, it's, it's so much easier for a man. Like, no, that's, it's, it may be not as easy for a man, or maybe there's different challenges that they go through and definitely not trying to hold them up. But, you know, I, as I do these, these interviews and, and every Thursday, um, or, or twice a week, I, I try to read about an article, an in-depth article or a paper about, uh, something in the realm of masculinity. And, and I decided to, to, to read about single fathers this year. And, you know, we are seeing a growth in the single father households. In fact, from 1960 to, um, there was 300,000 and now or in 2011, anyways, there was 2.6 million. Um, there's way more single mother households than there are men, but you know, I think this is a thing that men are wanting to become more caretakers. They are wanting their kids and there's lots of, lots of reasons why, um, beyond just the fact that, you know, women are the, the, or the assumption that women are better nurturers. In fact, a lot of it has to do with the judicial system uh, when it comes to divorce and custody. You know, a lot of the there's there's these things called men rights activists and, and a lot of their groups talk about this problem in, in specific and how, you know, in, in when it comes to divorce, they're not able to get the children because they're not seen as nurturers and they blame and they position that that anger towards women. Unfortunately, it's not really the women's fault. Um like it's not their fault that society has propped up women as the nurturers, as the caretakers. It's really men's fault. Uh, you know, a lot of these arguments are ones that are anti-patriarchy, but they shove that anger on women, on the judicial system. And I've had guests on like Clay Smelter episode 20 or 21, I think, to talk about it. He's, I mean, he's been divorced twice um, and he's had to go through those custody battles and that's a main, that's a huge talking point. And so many men don't go into these custody battles thinking that they're going to get the children, um, that they actually don't even ask for that much. They don't, 
think their position is they just think the judicial system is going to go against them so they bet against themselves when there's an article in the atlantic called the rise of the single dad um where it talks about how you know a lot of the times what happens with the u.s court system is that it votes in the best interest of the child and, and that's basically turned for uh, in favor of the mother because as i just talked about mothers were seen as the more caretaking better nurturers um and the men were not were out of the house and they were making money um however we've seen that shift now to kind of like a joint parenting style so what happens is women were getting like sole custody men weren't seeing them them up that much maybe every other weekend um there wasn't like fair sharing because sharing is really hard i mean like think of all the logistics of it the parents have to stay in the same community they probably have to go to the same high school so everyone is built and raised in kind of a proximity where that unhealthy relationship is still festering um but as we saw that shift to joint physical custody, uh, it, it kind of sp split the time 50-50, but they actually saw a dramatic increase in the number of single fathers. And this is actually because what seems to happen is that women would rather have the children not at all than have joint custody. Uh, most people don't want to share because of all the things that I just brought up, which is closeness of living together, coming to go to the same school. Your options are very much limited and kids don't want to become suitcase kids as Dwight talks about in the podcast as well. I mean, I have friends that grew up going from their house to house to house to house to house to house to house, to house and they have trauma from that. They, they don't really know what a healthy relationship looks like. Um, and I think it is really important though that the children spend time with both their mother and their father. So how do you create that system joint custody when no one really wants to share? Um, and so men have started to ask for a little bit more when it comes to relationships. And I didn't really get into the details of Dwight's um, judicial system or, or custody battle, but you know, I, I just wanted to talk about how it's not really uh because men don't want their children or or men don't think that they're nurturers they think that the, the system is rigged against them which in some ways it is but again it's it's mostly of their own doing and i don't want to hold up dwight as such a great father for doing you know what is kind of expected of a father but i definitely wanted to share his story of, of like how much maybe more challenging it is to you know if, if men aren't willing to have conversations with their sons i mean maybe it's a lot harder for women or to have them with women and he's got four of them you know what was it like to talk about their periods their sex lives there and 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 coach them or or parent them through them not even coach it's a freaking parent um so i definitely wanted to share his story for that reason and, and i think it's what is so powerful about it um you know he had some great quotes about empathy and listening um how you did the age difference the maturity difference the you know you do have to parent daughters a little bit different from from guys in terms of their emotions because you know we are a little bit different not majorly uh, emotions are really important um but i i found a lot of it really interesting how he didn't really need to feel validated by women uh, or to have a mother to feel valid as a parent you know and i think a lot of the times we say single mothers and we like Oh, you need a man to come in and save you um, financially and for everything else. And maybe for men, it's, oh, you need a woman to come save you in from uh, parenting from, you know, you have to be free to go make money and the mother has to nurture. Um, and he's just like, no, I don't need that. I don't need a woman to tell me that I, 
I know how to be a dad. I, I know how to be a dad. And if not, I'll grow. And I liked that kind of drive, that inner side of him that was like, no, I'm going to do it my way. I don't need to be validated through you. I don't need to be uh, conformed to what you think is a healthy home and maybe for better or for worse. I'm, as you said, there's lots of learning that goes on there. Um, and at the end, I, you know, I, I really like the question I asked him about putting more pressure on him to be a better man since he had to be there all the time, especially for four daughters. You know, a lot of the times you look at Kanye and, and he wrote lyrics all the times about, um, sexualizing women. Then he had violent crimes, I think on his yay album. And he's like, Oh, I finally got daughters. You know, why does it take having daughters to figure out that maybe you need to be a better man? Uh, that's a common thing. And, and so I asked him, you know, did you, did you feel pressure to be better because of your daughters? And, and, and I, I loved his answer. And that's what I really want to share with this podcast is that single fathers exist. Single fathers have problems. They have stigma against them. Uh, and that's, that's really it. And there's judicial reasons, there's patriarchy reasons, there's lots of reasons that go into it that are, are really a lot of the men's fault um, or men's fault. I will say that. Uh, but yeah, definitely didn't want to put him on a totem pole. Definitely didn't want to prop him up too much uh, for, for doing what a parent should do. But to show that there is stigma, that there are challenges, there are problems out there. And I really admire Dwight for for coming out and talking about it, being an ear to share or a voice to share and, and ears to listen and, and be able to ask my questions. So if you haven't checked it out, make sure to go check it out. He shares a lot of stories about parenting, how he parents, um, his preference or his stigma that he faced as a, as a single father. And I think it's a it's a really good conversation, whether you're a single father or not, to um, practice empathy, listening, listening to what your kids need, how to manage, how to, you know, time value of money like a lot of good parenting tips in there that stretch beyond just a single mother or single father or or not even a father yet just lessons that you can learn for the future so uh again thank you everyone so much for listening to just the tip next week's episode is with liz plank uh author of for the love of men a new vision for mindful masculinity one of my favorite books if you're an avid listener to this podcast you'll know that it's one of my favorite books i reference it a lot um just finished my interview with her it's feb or it's january 29th it'll be out on february 3rd the wednesday whichever day is wednesday next week she's releasing her paperback on february 2nd so i'm going to be getting a couple signed copies from her as well that i'm looking forward to hopefully giving away to some of you listeners and keep one for myself um but yeah, thank you everyone so much for tuning in to this week's Just the Tip, and I'll see you all next week with Liz Plank. All right, bye.